you have to cut your coat according to your size. Life is in stages, Aki. <laughs> Words that have been resonating in my husband's mouth since I met him. Take hold of your freedom. Take hold of your future with a financial savvy girl. Hello, hello, Financially Savvy people. Welcome to episode eight of the Financially Savvy Girl podcast. This episode is really dear to my heart. It's a special tribute episode to my Mr. Financially Savvy himself, aka my hubby, my husband. And it's also just an encouragement for couples to take control of their financial future together. So let's just dive right into it. So I just want to talk firstly about perceptions, right? Because I think it's so important when you're dating or you're courting to really talk about these things. Um, Perception comes to mind when I think about our story. And eventually, you know, on future podcasts and whatnot, uh, I will have him on the podcast and we will do a couple podcast episode together where we talk about working together in a smart fashion as a couple on your financial journey. But today I just wanted to surprise him with a tribute and, you know, he hates these kind of things. He's so private, but my story wouldn't be complete if I don't tell you about my financially savvy husband. So going back to perception. When people look at us, or I'm sure when, you know, we've been married for three years and when we were courting, so I've known him for about five years, maybe six at most, but for sure, from what I recall, at least courting, uh, it's been five years together and uh, we've been uh, married for three years. And when we were courting or getting to know each other, or even when he was you know, trying to get with me. Um, I know that when you talk about perception, you know, it looked on the outside, you know, I was a lawyer, I was driving a BMW. Um, he was, you know, um, a minister, but not ordained yet. And at the time he was, um, also the, um, personal assistant, um, for, for our overseer minister. So when you look at perception, people thought, and that's what it looked like. I was definitely, you know, the one who had it all together and it doesn't stop there, right? He had, I kid you not guys, like the ugliest car ever. Like, honestly, he used to drive. I don't even know what model it was, but it was like this beat up car. And I swear he would get in that car and, you know, have his head held up high. He would come out of that car in his suit. It was such an ugly car, but I was so intrigued by it because here was this absolutely, you know, fine, tall, confident, God-fearing man who drove 
the ugliest car and he didn't care he would still like pull up next to my bmw and say hi and like really just be completely confident and bold and i just absolutely loved it you know there was no pretending with him there was no trying he was just completely himself and it didn't stop there he also had like this backpack so he he would have a beautiful suit on and then he would have like this little backpack that he would carry (laughs) and then get inside this really beat up car and I don't know why guys but it just intrigued me I'm like who is this guy like seriously like how is he not ashamed of this car and what I talk about perception is you know on the outside it looked like I had it all completely figure it out and he just you know was struggling in life but in reality and I'm so happy that both of us did not really care much about perception because we would have completely missed out on each other as the destiny partner that God has ordained us to be because if I had judged him based on the type of car that he drove or, you know, he didn't have a proper, I don't know, like briefcase or whatnot, he had a backpack. If I had judged him on those things, I would have completely missed out on the wonderful uh, surprise and just the overall wonderful person that he is and men and generous and, you know, just really conscious about his finance so why am I saying all this I'm saying all this because on the outside as I said I looked like I had it all together but little did people know that I was back in town because I was paying off debt and I just had to just buckle down so I didn't have it all together I was seriously paying off crazy amount of law school debt at the time you know and little did I know and he didn't share with me either he was doing well financially for himself he had investments he had savings he had all these things and appearances or you know having all these things showing on the outside wasn't really a big deal to him and that's just the type of man that I married and he's just absolutely wonderful So, you know, when I talk about my financial journey life and how I've been able to pay off debt and while I was always very conscientious by the time I moved back to the nation capital to pay off debt and I was committed to doing that, uh, my journey did not really, you know, solidify to such a high speed of success until I met him. And that's just some real talk, ladies. That's just some real talk, gentlemen. So, you know, it's so important to um, recognize and to be uh, equally yoked. And even if, you know, he didn't come from having a lot of debts and whatnot. And I'm glad that we both did not... um, you know, allow those circumstances to deceive us. We didn't allow these circumstances to disqualify one another. You know, the fact that, and 
another thing i was super super honest with him and that's another thing that i think is really important in relationship we both didn't uh, allow our circumstance to disqualify one another and the reason as to why is because we were so honest and straightforward from the beginning i was like listen i have all these debts that i'm paying off and that's just my situation it has messed me up and i'm i just want to focus on that you know i want to focus on paying that off i want to focus on acquiring wealth and he was just like i can definitely help you with that and i kid you not you know even the first property in the nation capital that i purchased it's as a result of him taking me and being like okay listen you know this is sort of based on our conversation this is sort of what you've been you know eyeing so why don't you just go let's go and there's nothing that you have to lose so just being with someone who's on completely the same page and even more so someone who adds value to your goals and to your dreams and to your plans that is something to be not just grateful but thankful but also to acknowledge and recognize and to pay tribute to and another thing guys even though he had a background he comes from a um a financial background and even though he had a background in finance and i had experience with the struggle of paying off large amount of debt uh, you know, for sure, neither of us had experience in managing money as a couple, right? So uh, there we were um, and starting our courtship or life together, essentially, or building or planning rather, not even starting at that point because we're courting at, the, at that point, but planning to start our life together. We had to pretty much quickly get on the same page and even in the beginning of our marriage, I can't tell you that it was easy. It's not easy to merge your finance together and be on the same page. And we will definitely together as a couple on one of our podcast episodes, uh, I'll have him in and we will talk about that specifically. But what I want to focus on in this episode is in addition to really just paying a tribute to him, because he has been such a huge motivator and has had such an impact in my walk, in my personal financial walk as well, that, you know, the story wouldn't be complete without having an entire, not a page, but an entire chapter in this book of my financial journey life. So, uh, but what I also want to talk about and focus on this episode is some of the key fundamentals that we did as a couple that helped us to be where we are today and we've only been married for three years and debt free and and you know on an accelerated plan to pay off our mortgages that includes our residential as well as our property investments uh, mortgages as well so how have we been able to accomplish that you know and i think really part of the fundamental as to how we've been able to accomplish it is we've talked about money when we were even courting you know 
A lot of couples don't talk about money when they're dating. And by courting, I really just mean dating, but dating intentionally, right? Because uh, I don't really just believe in dating to go with the flow. So dating intentionally with a goal in mind. But part of that, you got to be comfortable getting financially naked. And a lot of couple date, you know, and are even engaged, but they don't really even talk about money, their financial state, where they are, you know, how much debt they carry, how much asset, what's the liability, like, let's get naked, what's your net worth and whatnot. And we were very naked from the beginning. I was very straightforward with them about the debt that I care because this is something that was still very overwhelming for me. And I wanted to be absolutely upfront. And uh, uh, I never hid that from him. And he never hid, even though he didn't have a lot of debt, but he still had some and he never hid those for me either. And, you know, to be honest with you, because we were able to have this communication about our financial state as we were then, it just created a safe atmosphere. And he actually fostered, you know, because I think the person in the relationship who comes in with more debt, they need a safe environment where they can fully be naked. And by safe environment, I mean an environment that where they're comfortable, where they can open up and it has to be a judgment-free zone, right? So, and he created that for me and I'm so grateful for that. And it was just a, a safe atmosphere where we could be comfortable to be financially naked with each other. I kid you not, guys, that is so, so very much so important in a relationship to create that, you know, judgment-free zone and for both of you to be perfectly honest as to the state of your finances. You know, if you know my husband, you know that there are two phrases that he absolutely love to say all the time that they are so ingrained at this point in my brain. And it's, you know, cut your coat according to your size. Life is in stages. I keep, how many times have I heard that life is in stages? I remember when we were recording, it used to bug me so much, especially when we were planning our wedding. You know, he would say that a lot. And I've never been a girl who, you know, sort of dreamt and planned her wedding or had all these ideas about her wedding. Um, but at the same time, I know that I have expensive taste, right? So let's be just absolutely honest. And, you know, he would always tell me like, you know, life is in stages, life is in stages. And I don't know about you, but when you have worked so much to pay off debt and you are paying off debt and you're about to celebrate like a big milestone, like a wedding. The idea of having to even, you know, also have that be a struggle is so annoying. But I'm so grateful and thankful that I completely listened and followed his leadership when it came to our wedding and our wedding planning. You know, when people around us were spending 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 and plus, you know, in their wedding planning, 
we had such a small budget. We had a budget of $14,000 and guys, that is including everything. That's including the venue, that is including the the chairs, that's including the you know, the, the, the covers that's including the, the, the suits that's including the wedding dress that's including the hair, the makeup, the photographer, the camera that's including everything, the food. So in today's society, that is a tight budget for a wedding. And, you know, in the beginning, I was like, this is really tight. And I would talk to some people. They're like, I don't know if you can do much with that, you know. And at some point, instead of just being frustrated, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it and I'm just going to make it fun. I'm going to have a theme and I'm pretty creative. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just have a theme and have fun with the wedding. And oh, by the way, and this is also to feed 250 people, right? So it was a really tight budget. And we didn't have a lavishing wedding by all means. It was super simple. And, uh, but those things that really mattered for me, which was photography, which was, yes, my dress that matter. Yes. So like stuff like that, I was still able to get it on a budget and I was still able to just look at this man, you know, that represented everything that I had waited for and just say I do to him and you know I kid you not the best part was waking up the next day and knowing that we hadn't taken out a loan knowing that we didn't owe anything you know it's not like we were starting our marriage having to pay a debt because we had taken on a line of credit or a loan or anything like that to pay for a wedding. There is truly no greater feeling than waking up the morning after your wedding and not having to think about starting to pay off the debt or the vendors or anything like that as a result of this lavishing wedding that you had. And we didn't have any of that. To me, that is when I realized then and there that our life journey was not about keeping up with the Jonas. Um, It was not about having a lavishing wedding to please other people or to you know, put on this persona or anything. I just got it. It just clicked, you know, and it's because of him. It's because of him that it completely clicked. And I remember looking at him and saying to him, thank you for making sure that we stuck on a budget because the feeling that I have this morning is simply worthwhile. And I just knew, I just knew that together we were able to do things like no one around us so that we can accomplish what nobody around us were accomplishing. 
And the journey started there together as a couple. And there were definitely struggle. I fought him in the process. And, you know, even um, in terms of me paying off debt and I was pretty strong and I am pretty strong because of my experience in paying off debt. So, you know, he fought me in that part of the journey as well. But because he's so strong in investing and whatnot. But at the same time, you know, just knowing how to come together as a couple, despite our differences and get on this financial journey together. Now that we were together, married was so important. And together we've been able to accomplish what people around us were not accomplishing, which is living debt-free and really creating wealth, you know, and being comfortable to talk about money. I was always very conscientious about becoming debt-free. When I embarked on my financial freedom journey, which, you know, started before marriage, but to be honest, it really just solidified as a result of him because I went from just wanting to be debt free to actually understanding as a result of him that the key to really win financially is learning and knowing how to tackle, you know, the right set of actions together as a couple and understanding indeed that life is in stages that I will have it all but not necessarily all at the same time and that's fine and what we are building is beyond you know what we see around us so therefore our journey doesn't mirror anybody else's so those are lessons that he really taught me and today you know, debt-free together, we can talk and handle money, you know, in a smart way, leaning on each other without fighting much about money. And I kid you not, this is such a huge relief because it has taken us quite the journey to get to this place. And I truly believe that a lot of couples struggle with this silently. That's why the number one cause of divorce, contrary to popular belief, isn't sex or lack thereof, isn't infidelity. It's actually money, financial problems, fighting about money, you know, differences and different ways of handling money, not being on the same page. That is the number one cause of divorce. So it's not something to ignore and it's not something to simply hope without actually taking steps that you can fix it, you know, Uh, and because we are now on this financial journey together, not as individuals as we were before with our different sets of goals, but as a couple that we've been for at least married couple for the past three years. And because of that, we've been able to do so much more because we got on the same page. You know, we formed common goals. We talk about 
what we want our money to do. We talk about where we see ourselves. We talk about financially where we see ourselves. We talk about how we're going to tackle things. You know, we work together as a team and that is so very much so important. Um, We will eventually do an episode more in depth as to why I believe that all couple need to embark on this financial journey together. So if you're not single, if you're a couple, not doing this alone, but really embarking on it together and how to convince your partner to really embark on that together because you're not going to both be extremely motivated at the same time in the beginning. One is definitely going to take on the baton and you need to show the rope to the other couple so that you guys can run the race together. And it's so very much so important, that dialogue, that communication that needs to happen, the patience and you know, all of that is worthwhile for sure. And we'll talk about that later on in, in another episode of the podcast for sure. Um, I just wanted today, you know, to just come in and pay a tribute to my financially savvy man, uh, financially missed. I call him Mr. Financially Savvy himself, a.k.a. my husband, who Darling, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that you inspire my financial journey like no one else. You have fueled it in ways that no one else have been able to do it. And you are truly my biggest financial advisor. So thank you for believing that I was able to do this. Thank you for being patient in the journey. Thank you for seeing me beyond what others were just seeing. You know, you went beyond skin deep. You went beyond my titles and you really added value to areas of my life that I didn't even know a man could add value to. So thank you for being that person, for being my person and, you know, for being on this financial journey path with me. So if you're listening to this and you have a significant part or significant other and you guys are not on the same page financially, I want you to share this episode with them. And I really want to encourage all couples out there to sit down, not tomorrow, but today and start talking about your financial situation together, you know, uh, and no judgment zone, no superior complex attitude, just a safe environment for your, for both of you to be financially naked. That is so very much so important. And when you create, you foster such an atmosphere, then you can really start strategizing on a plan to tackle your debt, your finances together, set goals together, you know, and set reasons why you're both on this journey together as a couple. It's so important for you to start working together 
even if you don't both handle the day-to-day finances, because I find that if you both handle the day-to-day finances, then you're just stepping on each other's toes and it doesn't work. But you cannot afford to be uh, dormant, you know, and then leave the responsibility to one spouse. And if something goes wrong, then you say, well, my wife or, well, my husband was the one taking care of things. No, you're both liable. You're both responsible. So you both need to check in, check up and be accountable to each other. So that's really important. And, um, you know, I just want to say that for sure, you know, and I'll probably finish with this, you know, one can chase 1000, but two in unity, in agreement can do so much more together instead of each, each of you chasing a thousand individually, you can put 10,000 to flight. And that's simply by working together by coming together and taking control of your financial life as a couple. This, I promise you, will be such a huge benefit to your financial future as a family. So come together, work together. Darling, thank you for making this journey so, um, you know, I won't say bumpless because we definitely have had our bumps along the way, but just thank you for making it so worthwhile for me. And I can't think of doing life, partnership, finance, or anything, love with someone other than you. You are truly my destiny partner. I love you. Take hold of your freedom. Take hold of your future with the fire.